It's Sticks and Bricks podcast where we take a look at all the parts, pieces, and situations that come up every single day in your home building business so you can listen, learn, and become the home builder you know you should be. I'm Brad Hubbard. I'm your host. Thank you so much for joining in. Welcome, 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 welcome. It is season two of the Sticks and Bricks podcast. Finally, I've been off for a year or so. And I'd like to say I was traveling the world and, you know, meeting with philosophers all over the place and becoming very well tuned. I'd like to blame it on COVID. I'd like to blame it on a whole bunch of stuff. But the, the fact is, hey, I just didn't get around to it. And, and apologies. I've been asked by a lot of people when I was going to get started and uh, now seemed as good as any uh, as well. So thanks so much for listening in to uh, in reality, some of the stuff I was thinking of, I kind of looked over that first season and had some really, really, really great interviews. I hope you tuned in on some fantastic people in there, too. But really, as I looked at them and, and reviewed them, too, I, I recognized there was just something that eh, I wasn't quite as happy with. And Well, there's two things, really. One is uh, the fact that they they were all kind of the same format. And uh, the same format as a lot of home building podcasts and a lot of podcasts are kind of get started and talk a little bit about uh, different items. You get an interview guest and, uh, again, great, great guests. But after a while, it just, you know, it was the same old, same old. And, and quite honestly, anybody that knows me, I, I can get bored easily on that too. And I was listening to it going, man, you know, I really need to inject a little bit more of me into this. And uh, each one I tried to sound a little too serious, a little too formal. In fact, the last uh, interview I had set up, I listened in and I, I completely bombed my interview. I didn't even publish the podcast. It was that bad because I was trying too hard. And I really realized kind of what was missing. And it was just me being me. Um, I'm Anybody that knows me, anybody that uh, uh, listens to anything that I do kind of from my regular day job now knows I have kind of a, I don't take things really, really seriously. I have a fun sense of humor. Yes, it's goofy sense of humor too. Um, but it's who I am, and that's where I thought, you know what, I need to do a little bit more of that. Apologies to anybody who doesn't like to have a lot of fun, but I'm hoping that this season we're going to be able to do that. So that's what's going to be a little bit different with this podcast, hopefully this season, as we continue on. And um, may not be necessarily as polished, but we'll see where we go from here. But um, that's, again, part of the fun. Uh, a lot of times when I do live things, it's uh, I always say, hey, it's live TV. You just never know what's going to happen. Speaking of live, um, some of my first podcasts this year are actually going to be live podcasts from the International Builder Show. And my dog is barking in the background, too. The folks at ECI Software Solutions that I work every day during my regular hours, too, have been so kind to ask me to podcast live from the International Builder Show. So look for that. And that's really going to be kind of another thing in my uh, podcast that's going to happen. I want to kind of change up. So I'm going to have interviews. Certainly, I have some great people lined up already that I'm going to do. I'm going to try a couple other things. Some will just be me talking to you like this. Some are going to be short. Some will be a little longer. We're just going to see kind of where this develops. So I hope you enjoy it. I hope you stick around for the season um, and kind of go from there. The other thing I noticed from my last podcast, too, or from my first season was really, again, great stuff. But it wasn't as focused as I wanted it to be. It was on the home building industry for sure, but I really wanted um, to kind of tailor it to a specific audience. And um, I, I thought, really, what what better audience should I use than kind of folks like the businesses, the home building business that I had and uh, our family had uh, before I joined DCI? And I'll, I'll go into that here in a little bit. So really, this podcast is about those of you out there who are home builders who 
are doing a good number of homes. You build a great home, but you know there's just something missing. You're just not sure what it is. You're not sure if you have um, you know all the processes in place. Um, you kind of you know you're getting it done. You're getting customers in. You build a good home. It's just it's just not quite all together there. And I'll explain a little bit more on that. Uh, really, what I was, uh, where I came from, and I thought it'd be good for you all to hear my story. I did in the very first preview episode of my first season. I gave you a really quick kind of rundown of it. I thought this would be a great episode to talk a little bit more about me and my story. Because if you don't know it, I, I hope you'll listen here for a bit and you'll understand uh, why I'm making this podcast. Really, podcast is just kind of a labor of love. It's something I do. Uh, in my own free time for some fun, um, but there's a very specific reason. And I want to take you back, so let's talk a story here. I want to uh, tell you about how I kind of got into this uh, this just fantastic industry, kind of where I came from, what I went through, and all kinds of good stuff to bring me to where I am today. Uh, I started back in 1993, if you can believe that. Oh, the Stone Age, oh, way back when. Uh, I graduated, I believe it was May 9th, it was a Sunday, I think it was Mother's Day of 93 if I look back, um, and actually started work with my father's home building business in, uh, on May 11th. So I took a whole day off and like he, you know, as fathers go all the time, he wondered why I was taking so long to get started and uh, was ready to show up there too. I really had no intention whatsoever of entering the home building industry. Uh, in college of all things, I thought I wanted to go into the toy business. No real idea why. Um, I guess maybe I met my wife at college watching the movie Big. So who knows, maybe that had something to do with it. But uh, a lot of it really had to do with, you know, my kind of fun personality that I like to, um, you know, I like to exude, I guess. And maybe I just thought working in the toy industry, I get to work at toys all day and have fun and not really have to work or something. I don't really know what it was, but one thing led to another, and I didn't end up in the home industry, went into the family home building business, um, you know, right out of college. First day I showed up, I, um, I realized that no one even knew I was coming. I kind of showed up. They thought I was there visiting um, about halfway through the morning as I kept sitting at a desk kind of waiting for someone to give me something to do. Uh, they realized I was actually there to work um, and uh, ultimately just started getting little parts and pieces and going from there. I had no idea what I was doing, um, but you know, I kind of tried to do a little bit of marketing. I put together the old newsletter on the old uh, softwares way back then. I was very advanced in the 90s with, with the software, uh, would print out them for our company. And, and the company itself, um, you know, built a couple home, hundred homes a year. It was uh, multiple offices at the point um, and continued on that way. It was a home building business that had partners in it. My father was a part owner who had a brother-in-law who was a part owner. And um, somewhere along the way, they just started to have different ideas on where they wanted to take their companies. So I believe it was 99, um, the companies branched off. And my father took kind of two offices at that time. His partner took some other offices and they were at that point separate offices. So that was kind of one of my first uh, uh, first experiences in kind of creating a brand new company. And we had to create a brand um, and, um, you know, go through the logistics of basically trying to figure out what this new company was going to be. It was literally a kind of a January 1st, December 31st 
uh, kind of was the end of the name of one company. We came back on, right after New Year's Day, and I believe I got to take the very first call under the new entity. It was really weird answering under a new company name, but exciting all that time too. So, um, so that was kind of the first one way back in 99 yet. And, and by that point, I had moved in and I was doing um, some project management. And my father, like a lot of fathers and a lot of family businesses, if you get in there too, um, was always one of those that uh, just decide you put in, you kind of learn on the job and go. He would often say things like, hey, I'm like a, a plumber who turns the water on. It's your job to kind of stay in front of the pipe and keep it going, those type of things. Figure you just throw you in with the alligators and, and go. And, and my father, I'll, I'll, I'm sure I'll refer to him a lot, certainly this season. A very, very, very wise man has built a very, very good house, has forgotten more stuff of this industry than I will ever, ever, ever know. And um, and I'm, I'm forever in debt to all the things he taught me uh, through all the ups and downs throughout the industry. Uh, so we started this new company. And uh, again, it's my father's company and we were building that from 99 on. Things were going great. We were uh, going out opening new offices, more on that one, maybe a future episode and all too. And um, 2005, we actually purchased another home building company. And that was a, uh, a gentleman who had originally worked for my father, had gone off on his own and uh, had his own successful home building business. And around 2005, he was ready to retire. And uh, we just happened to start into to conversation. So we actually purchased this second company right in 2005. He got out. And for those of you who maybe have been in the industry for a while, you knew what happened kind of in the late 2000s. So he was smart enough to get out. We were not. Um, we actually purchased in there and, and went to town on that. Now, in that business, I actually was a partner. So I was one quarter of a partner and we got in there. So that was kind of my next big shift in things. I went to the bathroom, came back, and they had named me president of that company. So I would get all the junk mail, I think. And, um, you know, came back. And again, this was kind of going into an existing company who had their own kind of uh, processes, their own kind of work um, environment and bringing something completely different into there, keeping uh, the employees and customers and that whole transition kind of, um, you know, keeping their minds at ease and, and going to town on that. So another one, now we have two separate businesses right before, oh, oh, if you've lived through it, that terrible, terrible, terrible downturn of the late 2000s, early 2010s. And um, uh, well, we got hit and we got hit hard as a lot of home builders did at that time. And, um, and we struggled. I mean, a lot of stuff happens and um, like a lot of home builders at that time, you know, a lot of home builders didn't make it. I mean, as soon as that hit. I should go into, I should tell you a little bit more about this um, in, in terms of just how we did things each day and because it leads really to this podcast too. We were a very, well, I'm gonna say a very manual uh, based kind of business and, and the other business we purchased too was very much the same way. I mean, they all kind of, the owners at that point, the gentleman that worked for my father was ready to retire. Um, they, they cut their teeth in the 60s and 70s and didn't need computers. They, um, you know, knew how to run stuff with um, with paper, um, and that's just how they did it. It was just piled on, get it done, don't complain, and keep on moving. And it worked. It worked for the longest time. It works, uh, but a lot of times we ended up sitting around and 
And I was talking to a, a one of my customers the other day where I said, you know, it's a lot like um, throwing darts at a dartboard with the blindfold on. You kind of hope you're going to hit the center um, and then you don't know until until we're done. And what I mean by that is we could build a house and we get it done. Not many builders can always get it done either, but we could get them done, get the homeowners in. But really, you didn't necessarily know if you were going to make money on a house or not until the very end. And it was always like, well, you win some, you lose some. And, and for the most part, that was correct. And when you're building a lot of houses, that's okay. You could have a couple that you don't, you know, you don't, uh, make something on or you lose a little something on and you do really good on others. And I always say when you have a lot of volume, volume covers a lot of sins, a lot of stuff that you just don't realize are not good, you can continue doing. So as soon as that kind of volume stops, like we had in that late 2000s, um, stuff quickly catches up to you. And it's no one's fault. I mean, I don't blame anybody on our end. That's just, again, 60s and 70s, that's how they did it. You can do things on a handshake. And that's how we all think business should be. You should be able to trust each other and move forward and say, hey, this is what it's good. You're able to agree on pricing. Everybody knows what they're doing. Go in and get the job done and get out. And really, it's it worked, but times change. You know, uh, new technologies come out. Um, the trade partners change. And we were one of those companies that had trade partners that have been with us for years and years. I mean, we're talking 20, 30 years that have been with us. And, um, you know, they, they have become really, really good um, partners. Um, you consider a lot of those friends, we did. And, um, you know, you, you just try to help each other out as you move forward. And, and a lot of people will stick around for that. Well, we kind of go into that that part where everything kind of stopped. We did make it through the worst of the recession. Not well, but we made it through. And it was just one of those that as you do that, uh, my father um, really, really would, he, he would put himself last. And I admire that more than anything about him. He hated to, um, you know, um, have to let anybody go. He hated to um, you know, just kind of let anybody down. And, and uh, so he continued the operations. He continued putting his own money into the business to try to keep it moving along. The two businesses we had at this point were pretty interconnected in terms of we had some, you know, we shared some of the same accounting uh, personnel. Um, you know, the new company would pay some of the fees of the old company just to kind of, you know, uh, move that along for the, the staff that we had together. Um, and over time, it just was too much. I mean, I just kept looking and then I say to my father over and over again, I said, man, when is enough enough? And again, just always hoping it's going to be getting better as you move forward. And unfortunately it didn't get to, uh, very much further at all. Uh, around 2015, enough was enough. And, um, my father's business closed at that point. Painful, painful, painful time for all of us. Um, you know, had to close businesses, had to let employees down, had to let trade partners down. Just a rotten, rotten time that I don't wish on anybody. Our second company that we purchased lasted about two more years, um, trying to continue on, finishing some jobs from the first company um, until it just came to a point when um, we couldn't continue either. So kind of in the span of two years, I saw two businesses close. And again, just painful, painful. I, the 
probably the worst time in my professional career. You know, a lot of sleep, it just, you know, just letting people down and letting them know that, you know, we owed them some money. And there, there's just no, no ifs, ands, or buts. And uh, anyway, um, again, I don't wish I owed anybody. I'm getting emotional here as I'm talking about it. But uh, uh, still to this day, I, um, I still, I, I just hated to see that done. Kind of went in, I always like to say, I kind of wanted to go into hiding. And I guess I did go into hiding just because, you know, you have that shame and all kinds of stuff you um, go through at that point, too. Over the, the few years kind of before all that had happened, I had been looking at different software type of things that I thought we might be able to look at. Again, very manual. I did all my orders manually. The invoicing all came in. We didn't really necessarily have any... Um, negotiate. I mean, you had kind of, you know, square foot pricing, those types of things, but nothing per house. Our homes, we all built them. Um, you know, they were all custom. We always said, hey, if you can get out of a pen, we'll build it. So it was really hard to be able to control costs. We prided ourselves on being what we call custom volume builders. Hey, we'll do anything that you want. That's what kind of made us a builder of choice. But, uh, but when you do that, there's not a really good way of, of, um, you know, knowing exactly what it's going to cost you to build. So I've been looking at some different softwares along the way and trying to figure out, you know, what might be a good one for us. Um, and I happened on to actually Mark Systems. It's an enterprise software. Um, so it kind of did all kinds of stuff. And this was back in, again, even the two, uh, the late 2000s and early two, uh, 2010s, those types of things. But I just knew for us, I don't think we would ever get it done. It was just, there's too many things that we just couldn't control at the time. So kind of let it fall place. I you know, talked to the sales folks over there for a long time and uh, they did their best on us, but it, to no fault of their own, we didn't really end up uh, purchasing. Well, we didn't purchase it. So, uh, so anyway, 2017 comes, I'm, you know, certainly our businesses are now closed. I'm looking for something to do. And wouldn't you know it, a job opened at Mark Systems at that point, too. And I was lucky enough to actually get into uh, the company. It was just recently purchased by ECI Software Solutions. Um, and I started there September 11th of 2017. So, again, sort of like start. I mean, it was starting all over again because this was really the only other professional job I had since I left college. And uh, showed up, never used the software. I had looked at it a couple times and... Uh, uh, someone gave me a chance. I would say Bob Kane gave me a chance uh, to come in with no knowledge whatsoever. Recently, after a business closing, and uh, really needed kind of a kick in the pants to have any type of confidence at that point, uh, came in not knowing a thing uh, on the software too. Kind of after a while, they put me in charge of doing the web classes. Um, so every Thursday afternoon for ECI, so that's my day job. You know, I would teach a web class every Thursday. And I would make it kind of part of my mission to teach something that I wanted to learn. So in the last four and a half years, I've got to learn all kinds of parts of the software. And every time I keep learning something there, I would go, dang it. If we had only, you know, it's it, the, the hindsight is retrospective or hindsight's 2020, as they say, you know, had we done this, had I known now, um, you know, what this could have done for my company at that time or our company, I would have pushed hard for it. I would have pushed really hard for it. It's uh, just something that I, I really wish I know. And again, just because I'm saying ECI, there are other softwares out there. I mean, certainly, uh, don't get me wrong. Um, 
uh, I, I certainly believe in the product and all the different products that ECI has, but it's just one of those things that I go, man, I really, really, really wish I would have known this. I said before, it's just, you didn't know any better. This was how, again, 70s and 80s, they built houses. Second generation in the family business, I'm being taught how to run houses that way. And it, you just do what you do and you don't know what you don't know. Um, so that's sort of where the podcast idea came along. And um, I, I said I really wanted to start sharing some information. For those of you out there that maybe have a home building business that you're getting things done, you're doing it because that's the way you've always done it and that's how your parents have done it and that's how the people before you have done it. But you know there's just got to be something better. There's just got to be a better way to do this. Um, and that's really what I want this season to be about. Um, you know, as terrible as everything was, and you know, that I went through, and uh, to this day, I still, you know, feel terrible for that, uh, for everybody that was affected by the closing on that. Um, I've landed at the right place. Um, my day job, my ECI solutions, I'm senior consulting there. I'm able to work with builders all across the United States, get to talk to them about their processes in the software, outside of the software, all kinds of things like that. And consistently, for those who are coming into us, they, are, they see the light. The implementation process for any software, uh, it's tough. I'm not, I don't sugarcoat anything. It's tough to get through there because it's really the first time a lot of builders, different departments really have to work together, have to make some tough decisions, have to rethink how they've done things for so long into a completely new process. But ultimately, when they get through it, minds are blown. Minds are uh, amazingly blown. So it's really, really, the day job's great. Started the podcast in the evenings, uh, weekends, just for something uh, to start imparting wisdom. Like I said, that first season, I thought I had fantastic guests. I was so fortunate enough to have some really, really big names, some really cool things. Um, kept it pretty generic. So now that I finally have the opportunity to kind of rethink what I want to do, um, this season especially, and hopefully moving forward, I really, really, really want to focus on those builders out there who really want to kind of start looking at different things and saying, okay, how can we get the process done? So, uh, I mean, uh, we're going to have some fun. We're going to have some great stories. Uh, I have some folks lined up to talk on those interview ones. We're going to be talking about naked painters. We're going to be talking about, uh, you know, people who submit wacky warranty to you and um, what you know, how you should handle that if someone telling you, you know, their light bulbs are burned out or their weeds are coming up around their shrubs or their bulldog peed on their carpet or something like that. And you're like, well, thank you very much for telling us. Um, so that's kind of where I want this to go. I hope you'll stick around. I hope you'll continue to listen. I wanted you to really know kind of my full story as I went through there too, uh, just so you understand that, uh, you know, I get it. I always tell people I'm not just a pretty face on you know, kind of my day job. I'm not just a pretty face. I'm uh, not just a computer nerd. I've lived through the building side. Of it. I've seen the really good times when times are rolling and, you know, just the you know, hand over fist, the money seems to be coming in. I've seen the really, 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 really stinky times, um, you know, when closing businesses. I've opened offices and closed offices. I've, um, you know, made tons of mistakes, I know. And uh, hopefully I've done some good on that too. But over the time and, and over the years, we've made a lot of friends, had a lot of great customers and uh, worked with a lot of trades. So as I continue to explore and learn different things from different people, I want to bring that to you. So at this point, you can uh, learn something from it too. 
maybe decide at your point, whatever it is, and I'm not here to push software, I don't want anybody to think that, um, but just at least push processes, processes that you should be thinking about, things you should be able to do in your uh, business just to kind of take it one step because a lot of people see those those memes out there that say, hey, it's just one step at a time and you have the little you know, ladder steps going up uh, or the, the really big one. The little steps matter and every little step matters to get you where you want to be. Um, again, hope you really, really enjoy this too. If you're going to like this, I ask you, please, please, if there's a subscribe button around where you're listening, subscribe. Let me know that uh, you're listening here too. Please leave reviews. It does nothing but help me build a podcast following that uh, uh, can help other builders out too. Again, this is Brad Hubbard. This is the Sticks and Bricks podcast. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.